0: We We're just going to do this piece today. A very special uh, piece of advice Rabban was going to give us. <laughs> Rabina recounts of Rabbeinu's life. He tells us that Rabenu would do all sorts of acts of service in simplicity. He would serve Hashem with complete simplicity without any sophistication or wisdoms at all. Even genuine wisdoms, even true wisdoms. wisdoms of the Torah meaning Rabenu would throw away everything he thought he knew and serve Hashem in complete simplicity. And everything was done with great hiddenness and modesty. immediately, when he would enter outside, he intentionally, with a special effort, he would do all sorts of acts of youth. Um, he would do all sorts of acts that young kids would do, meaning games, any sort of joking and laughter, or and jumps, and jumps. As they call it in Yiddish. These childish things that he would do. Any of these things that would uh, connect himself with the, with the young people at the time. He would do also. Just so as to create this, um, this levush almost. This like this, um, this, idea so that people would think. And it would seem to the people that Rabbeinu was no one special. Rabbeinu would create this, this shell around him. That would uh, mislead people in thinking that he was a big tzaddik or something like that. And he would do all sorts of games to to make everyone believe as if he was really just another child. Until it was literally, Rabbeinu would do all these sorts of things to prevent other people from finding out. To the point where literally nobody knew, not one person knew that Rabbeinu wanted Abu Hashem, that he wanted to serve God. It, was, it wasn't even possible for a person to know because Rabbeinu was so good at hiding it. And in the beginning, during his youth, his childhood, Rabbanu would accustom himself to take some big coins, let's say it was a big silver coin, and turn it into smaller coins, into copper coins. He would exchange them. Instead of taking a, a quarter, he would take 25 pennies. And he would enter the Bet Knesset, the shul, the synagogue, in modesty, by way of the window, so that no one would recognize, no one would see, etc., you would try to go through another entrance that nobody knew, he took the book, a compilation of all these prayers, the Rami Nata composed that we talked about yesterday, and he would say, this prayer that one performs before any mitvah, uh, a prayer which is um, made to basically unify, HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the Divine Presence unified the name of Hashem and put all the letters of Yud K. Vavke together. Very deep stuff, very Kabbalistic. But Rabenu would say this in simplicity. Before he would perform a mitzvah, He would take one of these coins, one of these small copper coins, and he would throw it inside this anonymous charity box. And afterwards, he would uh, go back as if... Uh, once he just finished the act, he would stop. And he would consider himself as if he completely removed his mind from doing the act. Meaning as if he completely forgot about what he had just done. Rabbanu would give a coin to charity, he would turn away and start walking out to shul. And what? He would try to forget about the fact that he just did that mitzvah. But afterwards, he would see that he still had coins in his pocket. So he would return back to the box and say this L'Shem prayer. And he would throw another coin into this anonymous, uh, this charity box for anonymous donors. He would throw another coin in there. As if he, this was the first time he did it. He forgot it as if he just did it a second ago. And again, he would forget as if he had already just done this. And he would throw his mind away from, from this. As if he hadn't even performed the mitzvah yet. Of charity. He would again go on Repeat the Hashem Yechud again. And he would throw another coin. And so too he would repeat this act. And he did this many times over. Until he threw every single penny into this anonymous uh, charity box. And upon every single penny he gave, he would say that prayer. Look at the simplicity. And aside from the fact that Abenu did this without nobody knowing, that's why he entered the the window of the shul. And he would do this so that nobody would know, to run away from all sorts of honor. As Abenu teaches us, that the main thing is not to become a a manhik, not to become a leader, uh, try to become a head, to try to lead people. As uh, Rabshim Baski teaches us, this inyan, um, he writes this in a letter that he wrote. That the Iñan of Breslav today is not found with the big people. You want to know what Breslev is? You want to know what uh, Rabban was really teaching us? What's the inyan of true of truth? It's not where someone's big. It's when someone's small. When he's hiding. When he, If you want to know if someone's true, he's not known to everyone. That's the main thing. The truth is hidden. And you have to find it. You have to search. It's not uh, It's not something that's big with a big hat and a big payout and a big beard. It's not... Uh, this, this is no longer the truth. The emet now is very hidden. It's very concealed. And the person has to go searching and crying to Hashem Midbar to find it. That which is true is very small. And this is what Rabban was teaching us with his modesty. He would hide from everyone. Just to share, just to do this mitvah alone. So that nobody would know he was doing the mitvah. So as not to receive any pride. So that he could serve Hashem for the sake of heaven. For the mitvah of itself. Not for the honor that he would receive from the mitvah. Because if someone were to find out about this, they would they would consider Rabenu the tzaddik of the generation. And this was already in his in his in his youth when he was six. Rabenu at the age of six finished Sefer Amidot, the first volume of Sefer Amidot. You know what Sefer Amidot is? It's aphorisms from all the Gemara, the the, the writing of the Arizal from Kabbalah, segulot, inyanim that we we don't even understand. We don't even have a perception about Rabenu. And yet, as a kid, as a kid, here he is as a child, trying to hide in the show to perform. Avodat Hashem in simplicity without anybody knowing. Here everyone's doing the exact opposite. Everyone's trying to run after honor with put their name on every single thing. To do mitzvah while everyone knows that they're doing it. To do everything in public. Everything for Rabbanu was in simplicity, anonymous. Done so to the point where nobody knew he was that high. That's the main thing. That's the Torah. A person wants to attain the Torah, run away from kavod. Run away from all sorts of honor. As it's brought down in Pirkei, what's not Rabbanut? And hate the Rabbanut. Meaning, do not study the Torah to attain this Rabbanut, this rabbinic authority, to become a Rav. As Rabbanu teaches us in Torah Gimel, When a person studies to become a Rav, when a person studies for honor, for glory, his, his learning isn't important at all. So we see here, the main thing is simplicity. You want to know where the truth is? Go to the simple people and go find that where the truth is. That's where the, that's where the truth is. The simple, the simple servants of Hashem Midbach who do Hashem without nobody knowing. Who go to the Mikveh and nobody knows. Who, uh, who does it in the forest, nobody knows. All that sort of avodat Hashem. This is what Rabbeinu was telling us. And he would do every single thing to actually enjoy the performance of the mitzvah for nothing. Rabbanu was so mesmerized by the simcha of the mitzvah in itself. All, everything Rabenu wanted was another mitzvah. So here we see Rabbeinu didn't want to get the mitzvah over. He didn't want to do the ttaka in one shot. He wanted to give a hundred times tzitaka. So instead of giving tzitaka of five dollars, he would give staka five times of one dollar. And that's much, much bigger with complete simplicity. This is the biggest thing. And Rabbanu's intention was so that he could perform many mitzvot, not just one mitvah, but many mitvot. So a sophisticated, person, a sophisticated person would say, what? But he's giving the same amount, so what's, what's the big deal? That he gives it in ten times or that he gives it in one? No. It's how much time you're engaging in the mitvah. It's how much sacrifice you're actually doing, how much effort you're putting in the mitvah. It's much harder to do the lishem ten times and to give the tzaka ten times than to do it once and to give ten dollars in one shot. When a poor person comes to us, immediately we wanted to get him out of our face. It's not the way it should be. We should embrace him, be besimcha, give him panim, uh, give him panim uh, sochakot, give him a happy face, a happy face. Because Hashem was in complete simplicity without any wisdoms. And here wisdoms implies not only foreign wisdoms obviously but even holy wisdoms. And Rabbenu would so serve Hashem with all sorts of simple acts of service. With complete simplicity without any sophistications at all a falpishe beemmet ayya khaham gadon muflagh bi khukhmaa meed meed gambi mekatno to u be me ne oraav kashar ayya mufasam la even though the truth is rabenu was an awesome genius he had a wondrous wisdom that even in his youth and the, during his childhood it was known to everyone that he had such tremendous khukhmaa a falpishe nando less lo ishtamesh bi shum khukhmaa kilal ba he did not use any of that wisdom at all in serving Hashem. He would throw away all the wisdom that he knew, all the gemara, everything, and just perform the act of the mitzvah of charity or the uh, the act of filah with complete simplicity. Transit, really feeling the desire of the words or doing everything in complete simplicity. serving Torah with simplicity. Everything that he did with, with simplicity, not with wisdom, not with reward, not with this intention. Nothing, no ulterior motives. Complete pshitut. <coughs> what would he do? Rabbenu would accustom himself To do all these acts Of service and simplicity All the acts in the world That he would engage in He would do with complete simplicity Whether it was studying the Torah a lot Or whether it was many Of the uh, mitvot that we do with action Tzedakah Gminut khasadim, uh, going to visit the, uh, going to visit the sick, etc., whatever it might be, and the multitude of prayers and requests and a lot of secluded prayers that Rabenu would do between, between him and Hashem. Everything Rabenu did, whether it was to speak or in converse himself in conversation between him and Hashem, and etc., everything that had to do with Avodat Hashem, Rabenu did in complete simplicity. And this was the main. Aspect of his awesome wisdom, Rabbi Nathan saying this is the essential great wisdom of Rabenu. You want to know Rabenu's greatness? It's in the fact that he did things with simplicity without any wisdom at all. Rabenu writes in Chayim Oran, my inability to give a Torah lesson, my inability to give a Torah, to give over a lesson of Torah. Whenever he didn't know anything. Rabenu says, my inability to give a Torah lesson is even greater than my ability whenever I do have it. <laughs> Can you imagine? That for Rabenu was even bigger. He, It's an even higher level to the point when Rabenu got to when he couldn't even reveal Torah because he knew nothing. To the point where everything that he remembered was lost. Done. He knew nothing. It was greater than whenever he gave Torah and he brought all these awesome secrets of the Torah, the Kabbalah, the Zohar, the, the Kitve Arizah, the Midrash, Tanakh, whatever it might be. This is the essential wisdom of Rabenu. As Rabenu writes in Nikutim Rantin Yana, Torah Mem Daleid, the chokmah she That the greatest wisdom of all wisdom is not to be wise at all. And a person who is truly wise will take that, uh, take those words and uh, instill them within his mind and his heart. Because from a, because of his genius and wondrous wisdom, because Rabenu was so wise. What did he immediately grasp? He immediately grasped this wisdom that what? That a person doesn't need any wisdom when serving Hashem. So imagine the simple people that don't know anything. When they come to Hashem, look at the advantage that they have than the person who spends his entire day in yeshiva and yeshiva and yeshiva and yeshiva because the person who studies yeshiva all day and studies Torah all day, which is obviously not to say that you shouldn't do that. You have to do that. But when you study Torah, it, if it's not done in the right circumstances, then it can be used toward your pride and used toward your honor. And you can start veering away from the simplicity of the Torah and enter the sophistication of Torah to try to attain wisdom. But Rabenu is saying, look at the advantages people have. As Rabenu said, I don't want the religious. You know what the religious The religious are people who are stubborn. They, they're, they're, they're one-minded. They don't have any, uh, any open-mindedness. They're there to pick arguments, this, that. That's religious. Rabenu said, "I don't want to religious." As is known, in this inyan in, 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 the, the second you really enter the inyan of blessed, you enter the inyan of Rabenu. When you read Chayyam you understand that the main thing is not to be religious. What does it mean to be religious? Religious? It's not a good connotation. You don't want to be religious. The main thing is to be new, to be brand new, as if you're not religious at all. The, the second your day you're starting tomorrow, yes, you can keep all of halakha, but you're not religious because you still feel in, you feel before Hashem Baha as if you're nobody. That's the humility. Religious means you've already attained everything. So Rabbanu says, the greatest wisdom of all is not to know at all. So Rabinatan says, this is Rabbeinu's awesome wisdom. Then he immediately grasped this idea that a person doesn't need to serve Hashem with wisdom at all. In fact, he shouldn't. Because this is the essential wisdom that is greater than everything else. As brought in the books many times, lesson 19, Forty-four and eighty-three of liquido montignana and Sikhotaran. We're going to see in Seif uh, Tzedvav fifteen over there. Sichotaran number fifteen. Shelo yotshum You shouldn't be a wise man in serving Hashem. Rakbit Only in simplicity, in wholesomeness. In complete wholesomeness and simplicity, without any wisdoms at all, this is what it means to serve Hashem. So when Rabbanu says not to be religious, it means what? Simplicity, as if you don't know anything. Serve Hashem as if you're as if you don't know anything. That doesn't mean to be naive and go against Allah. No, simplicity doesn't mean being uh, being stupid, but it means being. Uh, it means throwing away the sophistication, throwing away the wisdom of why you're doing that thing and serving Hashem Bach simply because He said so. Simply because the mitvah is beautiful. Simply because that this is what Hashem wants you to do. That's the main thing. Rabbeinu says, Derech mitvot Arutz. I run... Uh, he, he brings the, the quote from David Amenech. David Amenech writes, Derech mitvot Arutz. I run via the mitvot. I run towards the mitvot. Derech mitvot By way of the mitvot arut. I run. If you take the first letters of this, you have Arut, you have Daled of Derech, Amen, and Arut Aleph. You mix him around, you have Adam. Rabenu said, You want to know who a, who a true Adam is, who a true man is, who a true human being is? Because Rabenu said, You can get mistaken. Many people in the world, if not the majority of the world, they're actually animals walking on four feet, or walking on two feet and have two hands. Rabbanu says, what separates a ben adam from another, from, an, from a chaya, bitmut adam, from an animal who looks in the in the form of a human, is da'at. You want to be a true ben adam, is da'at. But what's the greatest da'at of all? What's the greatest knowledge of all? Derech mitvotecha arut. I run towards toward your mitzvot. I run towards your Derech mitvotecha by way of your mitzvot arut. I run. Meaning what? There's derech. What's derech? Derech represents derech, eretz. Meaning what? The logical reasons why we perform a mitzvah. For example, it's derech eretz, not a murder. Meaning it's the way of the world. It's uh, it's common knowledge. It's um, it's midot. It's good midot. It's a, it's a proper way, right? Derech eretz. It's derech eretz, not a murder. It's der eretz, not to steal. Meaning these are normal principles that everyone agrees with, right? That's what we call der eretz. But what David Amena says, derech mitvot When it's derech when it's a mitzvah that has to do with eret, meaning for example do not murder do not steal do not do any of that stuff which is logical honor your parents or whatever it might be David de says I don't perform it because it's eret, because it makes sense I don't perform the mitzvah not to murder or not to steal because it makes sense I perform it simply because of what mitzvot because Hashem you commanded it as your mitzvah Mitzvah means a it's a commandment. It's not derch eret. David Amir is saying, I'm performing the mitzvah simply because you made it a mitzvah, because you commanded it. Not because I know why. It makes no sense. Even the things which make sense, make no sense. As Rabbi Nathan writes in Nikut HaLechot, all the mitzvot, kol mitzvot techa emunah, all your mitzvot are emunah. Meaning nothing makes sense. Stop thinking that you know. Throw away the wisdom and enter the service of Hashem with simplicity. A person who does this will truly be happy. So, B'ezrat Hashem, may we fulfill this, this phrase that David Melach writes, the same way Rabenu did as a as a child, and God willing, serve Hashem with simplicity.